Shopify grows your business no matter how far or big you grow. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. Whether you're selling your fans' next favorite shirt or an exclusive piece of podcast merch, Shopify helps you sell everywhere. Shopify powers 10% of all e-commerce in the U.S. Allbirds, Rothy's, Brooklinen, and millions of other entrepreneurs of every size across 175 countries. Plus, Shopify's award-winning help is there to support your success every step of the way. Because businesses that grow, grow with Shopify. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash income, all lowercase. Go to shopify.com slash income now to grow your business, no matter what stage you're in. Hello, my loves. Today is Friday, February 17th. I am just cruising along, launching and enrolling for the Postpartum Freedom Program. Enrollment closes March 1st, 2023 for this cohort. You don't want to miss this, you guys. And there are so many bonuses that I've written out for you. There's three different bonuses. They're so good. There's sleep training stuff. There's something for your partner. Um, like a free session for your partner. And then there's also a holistic, like Ayurvedic herbs and supplements to help with anxiety course by my friend Kate at Little Yarrow. You guys, the bonuses are amazing and nobody's taken me up on them yet. Like they're just sitting there, but there's only five and then four and then three, depending on which bonuses you're looking at. So get over to lizzielangston.com forward slash program, check out the program read up about the bonuses, pick your pricing plan and join us because we want to see you in there. I'm so excited. Today's episode is going to be 10 things I learned about postpartum women from doing over a hundred free consultations with women over the last few years. I'm so excited to hopefully validate you and open up some new wisdom about this time in all of our lives collectively. And that's one of the things I love about my group coaching program is because there's other women in there just by nature, just by the nature of the container, you are being exposed to the fact that, oh, I'm not the only one. And you're witnessing other women struggle and then have breakthroughs. You realize it's really just not just you. This is all of us. So many of us have birth trauma. So many of us are struggling with depressiveness, anxiety. So many of us are locked in loops of self-criticism, shame, embarrassment, devastation, hopelessness, all of the things. And I just want you to know you're not alone. So this episode is going to really help you feel like you're not alone. It's going to give you some sharp focus points on what you're going through. And then of course, come join us in the postpartum freedom group coaching program. It's a 12 week container for the live calls, but you get lifetime access. This is the first cohort, by the way, I'm giving lifetime access to the content. And then I'm also, I have created a backend um, pro, uh, Facebook group that you get put into once you've graduated. And there's other women in there from the last couple cohorts. So you guys can all be together, continue learning, continue supporting each other. And I'm going to be in there as well. It's really going to have a community feel. So again, it's lizzielangston.com forward slash program. The link is in my show notes. My name is spelt with L-I-Z-Z-I-E. And um, you can't miss this, you guys. We've just got a few more spots left in this cohort. I don't want you to miss this. And know that you can book a consult. I opened up consults. It is a limited number of consults per week. And this is the last two weeks 
I think I offer like six or so consults per week and it tends to get really busy leading up to the closing of the doors. And so do not wait. You will be kicking yourself because number one, you could miss bonuses. And number two, you could miss the chance to even have a consult with me. So I really want to be able to support you and help you make this decision and cross the threshold. I'm very happy and willing to talk to you about maybe any hesitations you have or just making sure it's the right fit for you, answering your questions. I understand it's a larger investment, and so I'm here for you. So lizzielangston.com forward slash program. If you scroll down towards the bottom of the page, that's where you can find the consult booking link and information about the bonuses, pricing, everything. You can read about my story on that page. I'm so excited. Everything is here for you. Come join us. All right, let's get started today. Welcome to the Postpartum Coach Podcast, where we embrace our needs as moms, we learn to lead ourselves first, then our families, and where we create our own healing from the inside out to find our way to the work we were meant to do in this world. I'm your host, a fellow mom of three, and a certified life coach, Lizzie Langston. Hello. So good to be with you guys. So for those who might be new to the podcast, I wanted to take a quick minute and just thank you, all of you, whether you're not new or you are new, thank you for being here. Thank you for choosing to spend some time with me today. I really appreciate the attention. And I have this little blip noise that happens on my computer that you might hear. And it's a mystery. I'm like, I don't know what's been causing it. So if you hear it, just know that I'm human and technology is just as easy for me as it is for a platypus or something. So yeah. Um, yeah. So my name is Lizzie. I have three kids, um, ages eight, seven, and five as of today, which we're in February, 2023. And I'm pregnant with my fourth. I'm due mid June this year. Um, which is another reason this cohort is so special because it could be the last cohort for a little while as I take time to be postpartum. I'm really excited to go through my postpartum experience with baby number four, having had such harrowing experiences with babies two and three and having had really extreme birth trauma with my first baby and a really difficult physical recovery between the mental health and physical health, like challenges I've had with other babies and then the way I've just awakened and know how to advocate and delegate. I'm really excited and looking forward to this postpartum. I also feel daunted as I always do because it's a big life change and there's grief inevitably that comes with big life changes. There will be different changes in my relationships with my older kids. And so I'm anticipating all of that and I'm carving out a lot of space and trying to surround myself with support childcare, you know, day camps during the summer when the babies are home, but I really am overall excited. I'm going to be doing my first home birth. We're going to be birthing in the bathtub. That's where I birthed at the, the, my last, my third baby. So my last birth was in, um, a birth center, also unmedicated for the first time. My first two births were in the hospital, um, epidural, even a little bit of Pitocin for both of them for different reasons for both of them. So I'm looking forward to just letting this unfold naturally like I did last time and then even not having to drive anywhere and just be able to start labor, do labor and finish it all right here at home. 
and maybe go walking outside, maybe have a little intimate time with my hubby, maybe sit in the shower and let the hot water be on my back. I'm just really looking forward to it. I've been studying up and learning um, and preparing for my labor and delivery, and it's been really helping me connect with my baby. It's been really grounding. And I got to tell you, like preparing yourself for labor takes away so much of the fear. And that's kind of what I think is the theme of today's episode um, is as I read you these 10 things I've learned about postpartum women, which can I just say, it's such a sacred privilege to spend so much time with postpartum women as my job. Like I absolutely love it so much. I don't take it for granted. I, I genuinely cherish these conversations. The fact that you guys would reach out to me from nothing more than a few podcast episodes you've listened to and you book a consult, or maybe you've just followed me on Instagram, whatever the case may be. And you, you share you shed tears with me. You share some of the deepest things about your personal life with me on these free consults. And, um, I used to do a lot more free consults when I was always enrolling new clients in my private coaching practice. Now I just do consults leading up to launches of my group program. And so it's just every now and then, but it's a really special thing that I absolutely love. I don't know if I'll always offer them, but for now I I'm keeping it up. I still love them. So if you do want to book a 20 to 30 minute consult with me to discuss joining the program, it's just lizzielangston.com forward slash program. And you scroll down and there's a book a consult link near the checkout. I can also put that consult booking link in the show notes. Um, but yeah, as I think about all the, the things that I've learned about postpartum women through just hearing them say the same things and cry about the same things and feel totally heartbroken and sad about the same things. Um, I'm just realizing that there is so much power in having a plan for the healing that you're going to get. And speaking of a plan, like my program, and I I know I keep talking about it and I I will keep talking about it because we are enrolling and it is so special and it is so powerful. It is very specialized. This is not your run of the mill mom, you know, moms get together and validate each other and pat each other on the back and then go back to living the same hardships, but at least they feel better because they're doing it in community. It's not that kind of a program. It is a coaching program, meaning that it is targeted for transformation. That is the, the ultimate purpose of this 12 weeks in the live calls container is transforming you. And I know the arc deeply, and I'm going to talk about this in the episode today a little bit more, but I know what causes these symptoms? The, there's a few different things that can cause them. So I know what causes them. I have um, a lot of experience around helping you figure out why they're there from your nervous system, why your body is throwing these symptoms for you and what to do with them. And I know really well also the arc of how they get worse and then they get better and how it all goes. Like I am an expert in that specific thing with anxiety, depressive anxiety and depressiveness postpartum and um, birth trauma and nervous system trauma. So I like, I'm always learning and I, I want to be in 40 years from now. Okay. Maybe like 20 years from now, I want to be even better at all this, but, um, I really can help you. It's not been that long ago that I was in the trenches myself. And I've created this program both from all that I've studied, you know, my trauma training and my coaching and therapy and parts work and all that, but also my lived experience, which is something that I think makes me really set apart from a lot of people that are serving moms in the postpartum realm is the fact that I've lived it three times. (laughs) So go to lizzielangston.com forward slash program. Uh, you can go to the show notes. It's there. You can also book a consult and 
yeah, get on the phone with me. Let's talk about it. Let's get you in the program. If it's feeling good, if you're feeling called to it, there's, you know, I don't want there to be like a couple little reasons that you just sit on the decision and don't join. I'm here for you to help you with that. It's totally happy to do that. So, all right, let's dive in. These aren't really in a particular order, but I will say that I feel like I thought of the ones that were the most repeated on these consults. So out of like, I've probably done close to 130 consults over the total lifespan of my business. And what a consult is, is it's just a free call where I meet with women who are interested in coaching with me or are needing help and, you know, considering getting my help, but also just generally trying to figure out how to feel better and what they should do. And it's just, it's literally a free call. And sometimes they want to work with me. Sometimes I refer them to somebody. Sometimes I point them in a different direction, whatever it is, but, um, that's what these calls are. And typically we talk about things like, okay, what are you struggling with? And then how I think what I have to offer can help. And I sort of paint the vision of like, okay, if you were to work with me, I think we could achieve these things. Again, transformation, right? Coaching is very transformation-based. It's not just like open processing, never ending. There's a start date and an end date, and we're searching for a specific transformation. And in this case, what everybody wants, the number one thing that women say, and I want you to think to yourself, do I want this? Is they just want to feel like themselves again. Or sometimes they call it, I want to feel normal again. And I totally resonate with this. I completely wanted this more than anything. After I had my second baby, I was blindsided as hell (laughs) with anxiety and depression. Those words were not even in my vocabulary. And I felt totally like my personality and my life was just stolen out from under me. And all I was trying to do was have a baby and I didn't know why it was happening. It just felt like I didn't even know which way was up. I was just so, so, so blindsided. So things that women want is they want to feel normal. They want to feel like themselves and what they mean. I think what we mean when we say that and when we want that is we want to be able to be organized like we normally are, you know, again, organized for you. Not everybody's like, let me uh, organize all my books and put them in order and have labels on all of my Tupperwares. That's not what I'm talking about. I'm saying your typical level of being able to leave the house on time, like executive functioning, managing your life, keeping commitments on your calendar. Those are the things that kind of go when we are anxious or depressive or just in a trauma response postpartum. So women are missing, you know, their meal planning and prepping and grocery shopping, their, their organization. Um, they're missing their mostly happy demeanor personality. You know, obviously none of us are happy all the time, but they're missing their, their emotional stability. Um, we miss our patience, our level of patience with our kids. And we really miss the relationship that we had with our partner before this most recent baby and the way that everything changed everything from sex and intimacy to just supporting each other in our parenting and critiquing each other. And honestly, when a woman feels overwhelmed, isolated, and scared of her own problems for the first time, maybe some of these problems could be completely new. She can be real bitchy, (laughs) be right. We can, we're just, we're scared and we're not we're not in a space where we can be taking care of ourselves the way we want to or need to. We might, we might not even know what we need. We're not emotionally processing. And so again, that number one thing I hear women say is I just want to feel normal again. Now, when that isn't your reality, but that's what you want, but it's not your reality, it can create a lot of despair. It can create hopelessness. And my program, the first section of my program is called intro to healing. 
And I really delve into those top layers of what you're experiencing, like your thoughts about your experience. We can't heal the experience itself and the anxiety and depressiveness until we get you a little bit more cleaned up and stable around the fact, you know, out of denial and completely accepting of, okay, here's where I am. I don't mean accepting like you need to stay here forever, but like really being ready to do the work and having it feel like good to be doing it so that don't worry. I take care of you and I get you in a really good space to then take in my three-step process um, in the program. Our family has grown. Welcome to the world, Hannah baby. Introducing a new collection, Hannah Soft, made with Tencel. It's so breathable with stretchy comfort for all of baby's first moments. And it's cool and gentle on their skin all year round. Entrusted Hannah quality for your most precious gift. Hannah Soft, made to last. Shop now at hannahanderson.com. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Okay. The next thing that I've learned, um, from over a hundred consults with women is that, and I've, it makes me so sad, but it's also kind of like, now I just sort of laugh, not, I don't laugh at women, but I just kind of like, Oh, the, Oh, the brain. Oh, brain. (laughs) The second thing I've learned is that our brains have a tendency to turn against us, like to, to try to self-correct. So if you have a perceived problem, like I perceive that my shortness of temper, which is new, it's just kind of flared up postpartum, whether there's a diagnosis or not, it's bothering me. I don't like it. And our brains will try to um, fix the problem. But if your behavior, your own behavior is the problem, what happens is we just get in these spirals of hyper-focusing on what isn't working and self-criticizing to ourselves into a spiral, into a puddle. And it feels horrible and it shuts us down and it actually just builds up even more um, garbage in our nervous system, even more chaos, even more misunderstood, unprocessed, raw emotion material, um, this excess energy that just sits there. And um, yeah, and it's uh, not effective at all, <laughs> but our brains do it. And so regularly regularly on consults, when I talk with women, they are in this place of like, of course I want help, but I'm kind of upset that I haven't been able to figure it out by myself yet, right? Like typically we're really strong and independent women. And then we're not used to being knocked on our asses. We're not used to being blindsided by something. We're used to struggling and then mastering it and moving on. And we're used to having that confidence. And that's part of our, our our identity is we are strong. We are independent. We can do things. We can do hard things. And then on top of that, we tell ourselves things like, well, it was my idea to have this baby. Like I asked for it. I planned it. I wanted it. So I don't have the right to complain. I shouldn't need help because I put myself into this position. Bogus nonsense, people. This is your brain (laughs) trying to solve a problem the fast way, trying to take a shortcut. And it's treating you like you're a problem to be solved. And honestly, that is the opposite of what's actually going to help the trauma in your body to rise and release, which is essentially what we need to do in order to get these symptoms to go away. So I have this 
video, I was looking through my course and thinking about the ways that it solves these 10 things that I've learned from these consults with women, because obviously I created the program from knowing women so well and knowing what they need. And so I was like, okay, which videos in my program actually speak to each one of these? That was kind of a fun thing I did. And this one, I have a video in my very first section where I prepare you, I prepare the ground and the emotional climate for you to really be able to receive the process that I teach you. And it's called, um, it's called watch out for urgency. And I, like I said, I know the trajectory of how these things start, how they develop, you know, postpartum anxiety, depression, the irritability, all that stuff, how they worsen and how exactly how to undo the patterns of thinking and feeling and disconnection from your body. It isn't hard. It's actually so simple for me. And I'm going to deliver it to you in a simple way. But what is hard is sitting in all of it and watching your life and your motherhood pass you by and having a brain that's being mean to you on top of everything else. What you need more than anything when you're feeling broken is you need compassion. And we have to learn how to give ourselves compassion when we don't like what we're seeing. So so what I love about the whole postpartum mental health crisis, if there was anything I could love about it, it is that it basically takes you up a notch in your ability to love yourself. It requires your love for yourself to grow. If you cannot grow your love for yourself, you cannot get yourself out of this. And that, I mean, in a sustainable way, for sure you can like do less sustainable things that will work in the short term, but not the long term. But if you want long term resilience in both the postpartum realm and other issues that come up the rest of your life, even outside of postpartum and motherhood, you're going to need the skill of knowing when to stop the self criticism and to soften into self compassion. And I teach you that and we practice it together. And I am a great example of it inside of my program. Okay. The third thing I learned from over a hundred consults is that we cry. (laughs) We're so emotional, but we cry when we feel emotional safety and this is subconsciously sensed. So I wanted to tell you a story. My husband in January of this year left on a pretty long work trip and he was gone for, I think six days or six nights, seven days, I think it was. And, um, and then he you know, needed to kind of catch up on some things when he got home. So I just felt like I was single parenting for about 10 days and I was also pregnant and my oldest has special needs and had therapy in the home. And we just had like a schedule happening after school. Plus I had my work, you know, my business. And so it was a lot. And what was fascinating is, um, the, the moment I realized how much I'd had on my shoulders and how much I'd been holding it together is when I met with my therapist for the first time. So she's actually, I, sorry, I always call her a therapist. She's not a therapist, but I just say therapist because it feels like therapy, but she's not, she's like a wise woman. Okay. I'm going to call her my wise woman. So I met with my wise woman <laughs> and she really is old and wise. She has like long gray hair. I talk about her a lot. You guys know this. So, um, I also have a coach for my business co- You know, it's, it's great. I love being supported, but anyway, I met with her and it was literally like, as soon as I got onto our session, I just instantly started releasing. So crying is releasing. If you didn't already know that it's just a way that your body releases energy. What's amazing is you know how, um, the earth and the sun and everything, water can go from a gas to a liquid to whatever else, a mist. (laughs) That's not, I'm sure that's not one of the official ones that it goes to but it can change forms and same thing in your body. So your body produces vibrations that are emotion. We call them emotions. They're vibrations 
and it can release these vibrations through water. Isn't that insane? It's so cool. But I, I'm pretty attuned, I would say, just because of all the work I've done. I'm pretty attuned to my nervous system. And yet I was completely off guard by how much I'd been storing. And I didn't realize it until I started to break down crying um, or releasing, right? In this very emotionally safe setting with this lady that I work with. And that is often what happens on my consults. And it is also often what happens inside of the program. Now, if you are one of the percentage of women who struggle crying, you struggle to cry, you are uncomfortable with crying, you apologize for crying, you hate crying, then I want you to know that this will be perfect for you because you're going to normalize your connection to your emotions. You're going to normalize and start to begin to trust and not feel shame about or embarrassment about your body's healthy and natural responses um, and what it does when it is full of emotion. So just like crying is a release, anxiety and depression are signals that you need to release. And crying is one way we can release. Um, Getting massage therapy or something like that is amazing. Working with different herbs and stuff. And also a lot of what we do in my program is we're preventing the buildup so that we don't have to be working so hard because it is very draining and time consuming sometimes to work on releasing a lot of pent up emotion. And so we're going to be learning skills that will help you moving forward to basically regulate yourself um, more frequently and, and release in smaller, more efficient ways so that you're not having these big buildups of symptoms and a total crisis of your mental health. So yeah, that was the third thing that I learned. The fourth thing I learned is we don't live in a culture that values mental health. Generally speaking, um, our culture values buying things like material things are American. I'm talking about American culture. I can't speak for other countries. And I do want to recognize that there are many of you who live in Canada, South America, Australia, like Europe, other countries. So I don't want to assume anything for anybody, but I will say that I can speak for, I would say most of the people that hop on the phone with me are from the US somewhere, although I do get people from like Israel and just all parts of the world. It's really amazing. I freaking love it. I feel so lucky to be doing what I do. But in America, I would say there's a strong emphasis on owning a home, which, you know, I don't think that's wrong. I know right now we're saving up for a home. We'd like to live in our own home, etc. Um, but I'm just saying these are things that oftentimes will outweigh investing in your mental health. So owning a home, um, buying things, having your home just so decorated, just so your front yard looking just so right again, not even passing judgment on these, but we aren't really raised with, you know, just like when we're raised with the family that has like the white picket fence and the nice home and the golden retriever or whatever it is that we were raised to think it wasn't really mental health. And what we were raised with, with mental health was like drug commercials, pharmaceutical commercials, which are outlawed in many other countries. You can't advertise medicines. So the culture we live in is a little bit, um, undervalues mental health. It isn't talked about a ton. It's beginning to be more talked about, but it is also, especially post pandemic worldwide. It is the most pressing crisis of our generation. Mental health is. And one thought I had, as I was contemplating this, this, um, 
thing that moms sometimes grapple with is they're, they're learning essentially. We are collect, I had to learn this. We all have to learn how to prioritize our mental health and how to value it. We need to learn, we learn the value of mental health by having good mental health taken away through having a baby. And it's not just having a baby, there's lots of other things happening. But when you experience poor mental health for the first time, when you experience a lot of emotional instability, you begin to value it more right? It's kind of like all the love songs talk about, you didn't know what you had until it was gone, right? The person breaks up with you and then you realize the value of the relationship. And that's kind of how it is with mental health. And so um, that's what I see a lot of moms starting to recognize as they're getting on the phone with me. I'm telling them about my program. I'm telling them what can happen through the transformation of this program. And they're beginning to realize how valuable their mental health is. And they're beginning to value it for the first time possibly in their life. Because if you're anything like me, I didn't have any experience with anxiety and depression before having kids. Um, so yeah, if we as mothers are not leading the way for our kids, as, as far as learning how to value mental health, they will be at a disadvantage in their lifetime because it is everywhere. And they are growing up with so much technology. And I'm not trying to say this to like, fear-based stuff. I'm not trying to scare people, but I want all of us, right, to be aware of the world that our kids are growing up in and the one that we've had to navigate. They're different and similar in some ways, but either way, mental health is the number one issue among our children and their friends and will be probably for the next few decades as we figure it out in this Western medical world. And so in the final section of my program, Calm Your Life, we learn how to teach these things and integrate them into our parenting. We teach them to our kids. We learn even from little kids, like two, three, four years old. I have little t- like methods and ways. I hate the word method. It sounds really boring, but I have little tricks and tips and things that I've created as I have delved into my mental health healing and restoration piece by piece with my children. Um, and they've been learning along with me. And I want you to know that it is a blessing and not a curse. I know it feels hard and I know you're struggling and I know you probably feel a lot of pain about the way you've been treating your children or showing up as a mom. I get that. I want to honor and validate that. But I also want you to know that you're one of the lucky ones that is going to learn the value of good mental health and is going to have the experience to teach it to your children. But that starts with you learning it first. And so in my program, that is the place where you're going to invest in mental health. You're going to learn the value of it, and you're going to learn how to restore it and have good mental health strategies, not just to take yourself out of your struggling, but to prevent the buildup. And then you can teach that to your kids. So that's what we do in the last section of my program, Calm Your Life. And it's so powerful. Okay. The fifth thing I learned, I'm going to try to speed these up a little bit. I feel like it's taking a while, but they're just so good. Um, the fifth thing I learned is ultimately we want to be able to have more control of our feelings. Like ultimately the biggest pain point is we feel like we're just out of control. The ups and downs are really concerning to us and to our partners. And we want to know how to self-regulate. And some of us, most of us, if not all of us really haven't been taught emotional self-regulation. We kind of do this dance around emotions. Like if you look at the cartoons that your children watch, there's a lot of like very surfacey, oh, she's sad, but then we do this and now she's happy and we all move on. There's not a really good way that we have figured out to age appropriately model how to work through really negative, heavy, difficult emotions. And so a lot of us grow up without this skill and then we start having babies and we've got our childhood trauma plus any birth trauma or, you know, just hardship. And then you've got the symptoms coming up and it is a lot. And so the, the two 
ways that you establish more emotional control, and I teach you these in my program, is how to calm yourself down when you're worked up. So when your nervous system has escalated and you are feeling anxiety, whether it's to the level of a panic attack or you're just feeling angry, um, whatever it is, big emotions, how to de-escalate them in the moment. And I have tools that literally work in the moment because you need them in the moment. And then also how to prevent getting worked up in the first place. And like I said, those are the kind of the areas that we do in my program. Wouldn't that be nice? right? So that's exactly what I teach in the calm your body section. And I really want to validate you. It is so important to feel like we are more emotionally stable and our children need that. And we need that. It's exhausting not to be for your marriage as well, for your partner. So the sixth thing that I've learned is, um, we don't want whatever solution and help that we are looking at getting postpartum. Maybe we're looking into medication or therapy or a program or whatever. We don't want that help to make things worse we really can't afford to have them get worse because we have little people that depend on us. Maybe we have a job that we're also going back to after we have our baby. So for example, if we get on medication, we all know that there are often side effects with medication, whether it's just poor appetite or bad sleeping or fatigue or some medications, some antidepressants even talk about like, this can actually make your symptoms worse and create suicidal thoughts. And so, um, this is something that's really important. I've realized to postpartum women, and I remember it was super important for me is, okay, if I'm going to, if I'm going to play with fire, I don't want to get burned. Like if I'm going to get on antidepressants, I don't want to have it reverse effect because here's the truth about being a postpartum woman is your margin for error. All of your resources are more precious. Your energy is more precious. It's more valuable. You have to take better care of it because it's lower than normal, typically speaking. And so it's that much more, it makes decisions about what you invest in or what you do to get help and support that much more special and kind of important because you need to make sure that it works for you. And that's what was so challenging for me. So when I was postpartum and I had my first mental health crisis, antidepressants were the only solution I really had heard of and knew about. And they did work well. They worked very slowly. It took about a month before I felt like anywhere near myself again. And they also came with some side effects that were annoying, like lack of appetite. So I would forget to eat, which didn't help my milk supply. And then dizziness. Those were kind of the main two. I also, some, some feeling fatigued earlier than normal and needing to go to bed early for the first couple of weeks as I got on the meds. And so that was fine, but it was all I knew. So I was like, all right, whatever, good deal. But the next time around when I had my third baby, um, the depress- the antidepressants were not helping. I had gotten into postpartum depression, even being on them and even having increased the dosage. So I tried therapy and I tried a local postpartum support, postpartum support group at the hospital. And of course, no, they didn't work. And so that's when I really had to get serious about, um, finding something that would, I found coaching and then I've just taken mainstream coaching and I've tailored it with all of my other experience with trauma training and therapy training to create a program for women that is exceptionally focused and it's very specific and it's very targeted at this, um, solving this problem of anxiety, depressiveness, shortness of temper, the emotional instability of the breakdown. So anyway, it's been a really, really cool journey. Um, but I get you, like if you're just like really, really, really considering, okay, what should I do? 
I get it because you don't have a ton of margin for error and you need to invest in something that you are pretty confident is going to work. That's why I try really hard to share a lot of testimonials because I want everybody, I want the word to be out. Cats out of the bag. This program is amazing for this specific set of problems for postpartum women. So again, you can just go to the show notes. It's lizzielangston.com forward slash program and get in. There are just 12 spots in this cohort. There's already one taken. And I've had a lot of people kind of circling around interested. I've got a couple people, um, yeah, like even just today booking consults and stuff. So get in there. Cause like I said, we enrollment ends March 1st. Okay. The seventh thing I learned is we don't want to take away rate resources or put a burden on our family. Like women, we have this tendency that even though we're trying to navigate taking care of ourselves, getting help, we only want to do it to an extent because we don't want it to anybody else to have to be uncomfortable or suffer in any way or be inconvenienced in any way in order for us to be helped and served and get what we need. And we think that this is going to essentially help our family and make things easier for our family. But what I've seen is actually the opposite. And this is why I wanted to address this one is because it's a little bit counterintuitive. What I've seen is that when we don't get help and we try to be the one, you know, the mom that doesn't need a lot, she minimizes her own needs. She gets by on what she can. Maybe she just gets a book on the topic or whatever. When she really is scared and needs a lot of support, we become more unstable and more needy in the end. Now we have bigger problems that need bigger solutions and take more time to solve. And so one thing I just want to tell you is that you are a valuable asset in your family. If your um, childcare, well, first of all, what's the value of bringing a child into the world? Like, could you put a dollar amount on that? It's insanely precious. And then on top of that, you often are the only person that can feed that child, depending on what you're doing as far as breastfeeding, bottle feeding, et cetera. Um, and then if you are not a working mom, if you are staying at home full time, your income, I mean, like the, the amount of money it would cost your partner to care for your children without you would be a ton, especially in States like California or Boston. It's like childcare is super expensive. So literally monetarily speaking, just cause our society tends, tends to think that measuring it by money makes it more real and important. Um, you are seriously in a really important part of your family. And again, whether you're a working mom or full-time stay at home, you are an asset. You are a working asset in your family and you are just as valuable and worthy of training and help in your job of being a mom as your partner is in their job, whatever they're doing. And even in your career, like any training that you might get in your career, it's the same thing. If you're going to bring babies into the world, you are probably going to need some training and help on how to deal with the full cycle that comes with that, including, you know, postpartum. So that was just one thing I want you to know is you are valuable. You're worthy of the help. Um, number eight, your partner doesn't necessarily, this is so good. Your partner does not necessarily need to know every detail about why you need help, what you need help with and, and how you're going to get that help. We tend to kind of tiptoe around sometimes these conversations or over explain and be like, I'm so sorry, but this is what I need. And I'm, I think I just really need it. And we're like stressed, but after witnessing, because a lot of times somebody will do a consult with me and then they might go chat with their husband and then they come back and email me or they come back and we hop on the phone for a quick follow-up and over and over what I have seen is that partners, what they care about more than anything, when you're trying to make a decision on getting your help is they care about your level of decisiveness and confidence in your decision to get help. 
and in the actual help or provider or program or whatever it is that you're choosing. Their nervous system, like they don't know what it's like to be you. So you can try to explain it five different ways and they might logically conceptually understand it, but emotionally it might not resonate, especially if you're married to a man who's never had a baby. Um, they might really just not get it the way that you get it. And that can be really frustrating. And so if you're looking for your partner to be just as excited about and just as confident in your decision as you are, sometimes they are. Sometimes there are partners who are like, you need to get help. I'm going to support you. And they're pushing you to go get help. Other times it's us that we know we need help. And it's the partner that's like a little bit less on board. But what you need to know is that, um, they are following your intuitive lead and energetically how strong you are in this decision is the biggest communicator. It's more powerful than anything you could say to them or any, you know, testimonials you could show them or any talks about pricing is your intuitive, like, yes on this. So make sure you get to a strong position with your decision on the help you want and, and how you're going to get that help. Um, when you convey that to your partner, you want to be strong in that. Number nine, it is normal to feel hopeless, discouraged, or afraid that you will never feel normal again. It's normal to to have a moment of complete despair. It's kind of like when you're going through transition and labor transition is for those that might not know, it's the very, very most intense part right before baby comes out. And often it's after the water has broken and it's literally just baby's head bearing down on your pelvic floor. You're going through the vaginal canal and it can be really, really, really intense. Um, and it's normal during that time to have a moment, like a lot of women have a moment where they feel like they just can't go on and they just, they're like, I don't know, I can't do this. You know, like they want to tap out. Um, I remember having a moment like that in my water birth with my third baby in the birth center. I was, it was unmedicated and I, um, started like really yelling really loud. Whereas before that I had been doing my breathing and stuff. And I just had this moment where I like kind of wanted to leave my body (laughs) and my doula was like. Uh uh-uh. uh, and she was like, <sighs> like she brought me back down into the body, into the sensations, and I worked with my body to birth the baby. Um, and so that's essentially what I'm doing. You might be on this, uh, whether you're on a consult with me or whatever you're experiencing, you might be like, I don't think I can do this. I don't know if I can do this. Like this is seriously. You might feel frozen. You might feel overwhelmed, um, discouraged. And what I want you to know is that that's normal, and that's a normal part of. Um, the arc of what you go through before you really can solve your problem and get out of it. And so, um, but here's what I wanted to tell you is your body wants to heal. And if your body is throwing, I call it throwing symptoms, but if your body is throwing symptoms like anxiety, depressiveness, irritation, your body is talking to you and it's working, it's trying to work with you. It's, it's communicating. And that's a good thing. That means that it's reaching out for your attention to help it heal. And getting that help and doing that healing will change your entire life. I used to call this program, instead of postpartum freedom, I called it better than normal again, because I truly believe that through the depths that you go through and the transformation that my program helps you get to on the other side, you can change your life and you can feel better than normal again, better than how you did even before. You can have a complete ego death and rebirth and be in the best position that you've ever been in, more aligned than ever. I really believe that's possible. So if you do feel hopeless and discouraged, just know 
keep going, follow your gut, follow your intuition. Number 10, the last thing I've learned is there is momentum and power that comes from making a decision. I have watched so many women, whether they DM me or they Voxer me, if we're you know on Voxer through the coaching agreement, or they reach out and email me and they say, I just purchased it and I feel so much relief. I feel so optimistic. I feel so excited. Like I, f- I still feel the heaviness. It's still there. I still feel like there's work ahead, but I feel so relieved that I finally just got myself what I needed and I'm in the right place and I'm so ready to like just dig in, you know? So don't underestimate the momentum and power that comes from just allowing yourself to act on your intuition and move forward. Decisions drive momentum. So the quicker and more sure the decision, the more power it gives you on the other side of the, the decision. I hope that was helpful. I hope you are fascinated by all of the things, the collective things that we all struggle with postpartum, um, from crying to feeling hopeless, the emotional big releases, the fact that all of our brains are turning against us to try and criticize us. Um, the fact that we all want the same thing. We just want to be patient with our kids as much as we can be and happy and function and organized and just put our family first and feel great in our lives. Like that's really all that it is. And you completely deserve that. And I know it can feel really big and overwhelming and sticky what you're in right now and how you're feeling, but I promise you my three-step process is simple. And when you join the program, I actually give you a syllabus that literally takes you week through week. It shows you the homework assignments that like homework, it's more like home play, but essentially, cause there's worksheets that I have that go with the videos. Like I have got you. The transformation is literally like already done. You just need to join the program. So get in there. LizzieLangston.com forward slash program. I love you guys. We'll talk to you next week. Bye-bye. Hey, Lizzie here. I've helped dozens of postpartum moms just like you to manage their postpartum anxiety and deconstruct their postpartum depression. It's really easy for me. So if you're ready to feel better, I know the way. Let's chat on the phone. Go to lizzielangston.com forward slash program. Scroll down and hit the book a consult button if you want to chat with me on the phone. Otherwise, check out, get in the program. You'll get instant access and our calls start the week of March 1st. Talk to you soon.